Yo, what's good? My name is Greg Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. Wind City Sports is Windsor's only local radio sports program and podcast. Our radio show airs every Thursday live at 12.30 p.m. on CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit. New episodes of the podcast featuring raw, uncut interviews with athletes and coaches drop right after the radio program airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and iTunes and on WinCitySports.com. We also have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll talk all about that at the end of the show as we normally do. Today is Thursday, November 29th, 2018, and it is episode 123 of Win City Sports. This week on Win City Sports, we're talking to a Detroit Tigers prospect and product from right here in Windsor, Ontario. He's also a Mississippi State alumni. It's Jacob Robson. Jake talks growing up in Windsor and playing baseball, among other sports here in Canada, and making his way into the pros. He talks about being drafted in 2012 first to the Padres and then being redrafted again in 2016 and quite the story about finding out that he had been selected by his favorite team and pretty much hometown team, the Detroit Tigers. Now before we get into the interview segment on this week's edition of the Wind City Sports Podcast, we have to take the time to talk about our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week via golancers.ca. This week, from our men's hockey team, it's goaltender John Reinhardt, and from the women's volleyball team, Allie Winnick. Allie had a great game as the Lancers swept the Western Mustangs last week on home court. The new Lancers finished with 11 kills, 12.5 points, 3 block assists, and a decimal 444 kill percentage. Meanwhile, Reinhardt had a great night on the ice this past Saturday at the Capri Pizzeria Recreation Complex as the sophomore goalie made 45 saves against the Guelph Griffins. So congratulations to John and Allie on becoming the Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. And now, without further ado, we're going to transition right into the interview with Detroit Tigers prospect Jacob Robson. So here we go. Uh, we're rolling sound now. We're recording um, uh, Vincent Massey product, uh, Mississippi State product, drafted in 2012 and in 2016 uh, to the Detroit Tigers just across the border here. Jacob Robson, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem, dude. So uh, right now, actually, as we're speaking, you said you're in Windsor, um, but aren't you playing in the in the Winter League right now? Or uh, You know what? I was in the Dominican uh, Winter Ball League, and I actually had to leave early because I got the flu. Mm. So I only ended up playing about seven games there, but um, before that, I had to go to Lakeland, Florida, which is the Tigers' mm-hmm. uh, spring training complex, and prepare for about two and a half weeks. And then once I got down to the Dominican, we still uh, we had like their mini spring training, I guess. Mm-hmm. So uh, despite only playing seven games, like I still, you know, got a lot of reps in, and oh, yeah. uh, you know. I had a pretty long year and, and uh, spent the whole year um, healthy and knock on wood, you know, I want to keep that going. So the rest is, is going to be good for me. Uh, the time off is going to be good. But uh, like I said, you know, uh, short stint there in Dominican, but still enjoyed my time. 
Oh, I'd imagine so. And staying healthy, I mean, especially in baseball, is pretty rare, right? So, um, yeah, for sure. How was it down in Dominican? Like, obviously, I'm sure you're having a good time, but sport yeah. is pretty big over there, or what? It was uh, it was a crazy experience. Like, um, you know, definitely one I want to revisit if possible. Um, you know, it's a different world down there. You got to remember, you know, you're in you're in uh, yeah, true. You're, you're not in in Canada or the U.S. anymore. You know, there's there's not as much development uh economically and things like that and uh not much industry going on down there mm-hmm. but you know they love baseball um just as much as anybody anywhere else in the world so uh it was crazy like the the fans are crazy um you know it was great to have that support every time you get a base hit like the stadium's going crazy and uh you know that's all they kind of care about down there they don't really mm-hmm. have other sports to depend on like you know hockey and things like that um you know they really rely on their countrymen to to make it to the big leagues and represent uh their nation well so amazing experience really high level baseball which is the main reason why i went down there and the main reason why the tigers wanted me to go down there is to get some more reps against some some elite pitching so um i got to do that and you know, like I said, uh, it's an experience I want to have again, you know, in the future. That's awesome, man. I'm sure you, you probably have the opportunity, but I was going to ask actually about the level of play out there, and I'm sure it's just, you know, keep you sharp and, and keep you at that level too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's there's a ton of big league guys down there in that league. Um, actually, my team had a couple former Tigers. Jose Valverde was on my team, and uh, Al Albuquerque, another bullpen pitcher oh, that's cool. uh, with the Tigers. So it was crazy, you know, growing up watching Valverde, especially, you know, being the closer. He's got so many big league saves. I think he's got almost 300. And, you know, he's sitting in my locker room, and, you know, I can talk to him, and really nice guy. Uh, you know, I can pick his brain on things, so... It was amazing playing with guys like that and, you know, uh, guys on other teams too, a lot of well-known names and, um, you know, like I said, grateful to, to have had that opportunity. Oh, for sure. I'm sure you've already crossed paths with a lot of, like you said, just cool guys and uh, people I used to watch growing up too, eh? Definitely, definitely. So speaking of which, let's, uh, let's go back to the beginning here. So um, from Windsor, like you said, uh, you went to Massey. Were you always a baseball guy? I'm sure like other sports were in your life too, though, right? Yeah, actually, growing up, uh, I would say hockey was my number one sport. That was what I wanted to do, uh, was play in the NHL. And, you know, I, I always played baseball uh, in the summer. But, you know, you can't play as many games as you as in, in Ontario mm-hmm. as you could in Florida or California or Texas. So, you know, I didn't have as many reps under my belt as, as some of the kids I'm playing with now. But, um always loved the game of baseball my grandpa uh was kind of like my my baseball mentor and and inspiration so uh you know he taught me a lot about the game and you know most of what i know now um i think it was grade 10 where i decided you know i I don't think i want to do hockey anymore i think i want to just focus on baseball and uh try and pursue that see if i can go to college and um you know from there the the following year i was added to the the Canadian junior national team. So that's when things were kind of, um, you know, they were put into perspective, like, Hey, you know, I could, I could compete with these guys, mm-hmm. you know, from the U S and, and uh, maybe even play professional. So things ended up working out. 
That's cool, man. That's that's the stuff I always like to hear too. Is like especially around here because baseball, although Canada and Ontario and even Windsor have great systems, and I want to talk about that. It's it's just much harder to to make it out of here, right? Um, totally. And, and like totally. I said, like everyone's playing hockey, so <laughs> you know it's like what, what's this guy's story? Was he always going for baseball? Well, that's the stuff that I like to uh, to get to know. But uh, like I said, in high school, uh, uh, that's when you started to kind of see. Uh, the wheels start and turn, I guess. Uh, did you play high school, and did you play, like, for the Stars or for the Royals, or what's your background there? Uh, so growing up, I played, I'm from South Windsor, so I played oh. on, like, Windsor South, Little League, T-ball, and then when travel baseball started to uh, come into the picture, I played for Riverside, Riverside Royals, and then I think grade 9 or 10, I selected, I think I played for them for a year or two. And then I went to the Thunder, to come see Thunder, uh, when I was in grade 11. And that was the year that I was on the national team. So the way the national team works is, like, you only play once a month. So for the rest of that month, you have to play for a team of your own mm-hmm. um, so you can continue to uh, get at bat. So grade 11, I was on the Thunder and the national team. And then grade 12, I decided to kind of make the jump and, and play for a team called the Ontario Blue Jays. Uh, based out of Mississauga. So I was on Ontario Blue Jays and the national team. Hmm. Um, Playing for that Ontario Blue Jays team was amazing for me. I developed, um, I really developed my skills there, I think, the most. And um, they have crazy amount of connections and exposure. So that was the reason why I decided to play for that team. Also, the junior national team was composed of about half of the Ontario Blue Jays, so it was an easy transition that way too. Yeah, once you start getting out that way, like especially Toronto, like the bigger, bigger areas for any sport, it just gets some higher level, more exposure, like you said. So I'm sure that experience is just so critical. Uh, yeah, definitely. What the Ontario Blue Jays yeah. did uh, when I was in high school was they took uh, two Greyhound, well, not Greyhound, two coach buses, and drove them to various colleges. So anywhere from a division two or division three to a junior college to, uh, you know, one of the top division ones. And we would play against these colleges at their home stadium. And we would stay in a different hotel every night. We were always traveling. So uh, what better way to, from a college perspective, what better way to um, see a kid play than to have him play against your own team. So mm-hmm. there, there were, virtually no other teams in Canada doing that. So I felt I had to, to capitalize on that opportunity. That's good. That's what you need, though. That's what you know. all the kids need is to be able to have that exposure, especially at that level. You know, Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's very tough to uh, to make it from, you know, from a place like Canada unless you have excellent exposure. So I was mm-hmm. uh, grateful enough to be around the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, like we said, like it is difficult to do. Uh, but I do feel like, you know, we have a handful of standouts and the minors and majors that have come from Windsor um, and obviously from around Ontario, like yourself. Uh, there's a Jake Lumley and uh, obviously Joe Siddle and stuff. But um, just the, the developmental systems here as a youth, um, what's your opinion on them? Um, is there something there for for kids to grow, like you said? Well, I've always thought Windsor was, was a hotbed for athletes and not just in baseball. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you look, you know, across the board, good buddy of mine brandon mcbride you guys uh mm-hmm. you guys had him on the show i mean you know we're, we're from the same city and um 
we went to the same university and we played two different sports and you know obviously he's uh, an incredibly decorated athlete and there's still more to come with him but uh you know having a guy like that coming from Windsor it's it says a lot and there are other sports too Dakota Shepley yep. uh in football you know another buddy of mine Brett Siddle uh of course you mentioned his dad Joe um you know he's he's kind of been my training partner in the off season and um yeah, I mean, I think Windsor's a, a great place to to develop. We're now getting more and more facilities, um, kind of like something like Toronto or London, so we don't have to travel um, to train, and and that's huge. You know, having the the indoor the new indoor facility, uh, Central Park there, is is awesome for a guy like me because I would I would literally drive two hours. To, to London to go hit at an indoor facility in the off season. So my dad would drive me when I was in high school and even when I was in college. So, you know, having this right in our backyard is is great. That's again, that's what we need, right? So that that place is phenomenal. That Central Park, I, I play hockey there. But, yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, it's uh, state of the art for sure. Yeah, and like I said, like we can look at hockey, and there's a million guys from Windsor, the surrounding area, that have gone far. But pretty much every sport. Aside from them, we got a handful of guys sticking out, like you said, Dakota Shepley and like Tyrone Crawford and all those guys. And it's good to have those advocates. Like that's exactly what Brandon says. That's it. he wants to be, is be that kind of guy that shows kids you could be from Windsor. You could. Did you go to Herman with him? No, I didn't. Okay. I went. Well, I went to Massey. We oh were, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're rivals. So <laughs> you know, Herman and Massey have the two best track teams. I wasn't. Uh, I'd always trained like in track, like with sprinting, uh, with like the the Windsor Legion I'd, I hadn't done much competition like in high school but um you know there's always that that rivalry between Massey and Herman especially in track mm-hmm. but everybody who who was anybody you know who's my age knew who Brandon was so and I, I got to know him even better for going to the same schools and yeah exactly so and that, and that's the even crazier thing that you guys ended up there too when I was looking at your thing I'm like am I reading this right we're at the same place same time yeah that's yeah crazy. it was it was nuts I I don't know uh who committed first? I can't remember, but it was crazy to hear his name. I, I think I saw it on Twitter or something, and you know everybody was was wondering where he was going to go because he could have gone to a lot of places. So mm-hmm. it was cool that we both picked the same spot. So that's how you found out. You just seen it online or something? Yeah, I think so. And I, we have like his his coach now uh, trains me like in sprinting. So we kind of have like that mutual line of communication. So I'll always check in. I'll either text him and be like, hey, what's going on? Or I'll text uh, that track coach. His name's Kurt Downs. He coaches uh, the, the Windsor Legion. I, I believe he's a uh, national team coach as well. Small world, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So, again, like just being from, a, a, you want to say, a small city like Windsor, it's like everyone knows each other. Ended up making it to, to the draft year there in 2012, probably around 18 at the time, I imagine. And uh, what's going through your head at that, uh, that first draft? Yeah, you know what, that that year I wasn't, uh, I kind of knew what to expect. I did not think I was going to be a very high draft pick, especially being from Canada, you know, being an undersized guy who hasn't uh, hasn't really gotten out there much in terms of exposure. I mean, I know I, had, I couldn't have had better exposure being from Canada, but it's just not the same as being from, you know, the U.S., especially the southern part of the U.S. or California, so... I was pretty set that I was going to go to school, and, you know, once kind of the early picks happened, I was like, okay, well, you know, even if I do get picked, I, I'm probably going to decline. So okay. 
and I think the scout who drafted me uh, knew that. So once my name popped up, I was pretty shocked. But uh, once my name popped up, the, the scout kind of called me. It was like, hey, like, you know, I know, I know what's going on. You know, good luck at school and, and keep in touch. So he, he, we were both on the same page there. But nonetheless, it was, it was amazing to have my, my name called. You know, it's something you work for your whole life and uh, something you dream about from, from when you're a little kid. So it was amazing. Yeah, you're not going to skip the draft, obviously, right? Like if you're uh, eligible. But, right. Yeah. You know like if I mean? you're if you're eligible, you know, you're not just going to tell them don't don't pick me. I'm going to school anyway. Like if they right. pick you, they pick you. Right. Right. But at the same time, you know, those scouts, the organizations want to know if you're signable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you had know, a plan. Right. So some guys way. do kind of slip away if they ask for an amount of money that that uh, they're not going to get. So, you know, like I said, I was just kind of like. Unless I go really high in the draft, I'm probably not even going to think about signing. But having my name called would be great. So, and and both things ended up happening. So it was it was nice. Yeah, it's all for the experience, man. And I'm sure, sure that college experience was incredibly beneficial to you, um, probably both as uh, athletic and just you know growing as a person, right? Yeah, totally. And that that was something I wanted under my belt, and I I truly believe I'm better off for it. Um, you know, playing at in the SEC, which is arguably the the best, in my opinion, the, the best uh, baseball conference uh, in the NCAA. So playing against the best college players in the country, and um, you know, plenty of of future big league players, it was amazing. And um, you know, just learning that I could compete with those guys, and and you know, even come out on top against some of them. Um, it was it was very satisfying for me growing as a person and as a baseball player and also you know being a being a division one um student athlete you know it, you can really grow a lot as a person there too in terms of time management and just dedication to school and baseball and making time for both so uh, like i said i'm i'm much better off because because i went to school Oh, for sure, man. They teach you so much, and especially over there in the States, you know, being a sport like baseball, they're a national sport, basically, right? So, um, Yeah, sure yeah, that... for sure. They're, they're crazy about it. <laughs> like I said, Dominicans are crazy about it, but <laughs> people in Mississippi are, are just as obsessed. So it was, it was great to play in front of crowds like that. They're, the fans down there are just amazing. Again, it's the, the exposure you need, right? Totally, totally, yeah. There, there's no... Uh, there's no conference out there. I truly believe there's no conference out there that gets more exposure than than the SEC. So, I, I was glad. Um, I was glad that that a school from that conference wanted me, and uh, you know, kind of talking with with people in high school, kind of like my mentors who knew the other side. Um, you know, they were like saying that they they thought I could compete against those guys, and and. Uh, win a starting spot at a school like that so yeah. i was glad enough for them it's a perfect fit for you man mm-hmm. so i should have asked you this before though but favorite team growing up is it detroit toronto or you got something else i've always been a detroit sports detroit. fan okay, tigers cool. and wings uh not just saying that but <laughs> uh yeah it was it was crazy just just going across the uh the river there and and watching the tigers and wings and dream dreaming of one day playing on one of those teams so um you know, we'll see how it goes in the near future. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because so, that kind of ties into to where I want to go next is 
being drafted or you know selected by the Tigers again now it being your team this is 2016 um was there ever a time like before we get into like you know what happened at that moment was there ever a time where you're like I'm not sure where my baseball career might go being in college and after the first draft and stuff or was it like I'm just gonna keep getting stronger and building experience yeah I mean sure there's there's plenty of ups and downs in in anybody's college career um you know I had I had missed a year because I had elbow surgery I had to get a medical red shirt and and basically sit out a year so you know um doubt can creep into your mind pretty easily you just have to stay strong and um you know remember why you're there and and just have confidence in yourself and once I got over that that was my second year um once I got over that you know I I regained my confidence and uh got back out on the field again and you know when you're a baseball player and you miss one game you feel like you missed a month so um just overcoming that uh it helped me as a as a player and as a person and uh another thing that happened to my last year at school actually broke my hand uh during the season I was sliding head first into home uh against Old Miss and uh I missed a month so I was doing I was doing really well. I mean, the best I'd ever done. And then I broke my hand, missed a month, and then came back, and I wasn't doing too well. So I was not too sure when I was going to get drafted and things like that. And and even my agent uh, leading up to the draft was like, you know, it could be, uh, you know, really, really high, or you could slip just because of the injury. So I didn't know, but I was glad. Regardless of when I was picked, I was glad that, that the Tigers picked me. Yeah, so that's what I was going to go into next. And like, you're always fighting for a spot, but like, you know, what what goes through your head when? What did you get a call, or did you uh, uh, hear your name be called in the selection? Well, like, how did that happen? We were actually in the playoffs in college. We were in the super regionals, so most colleges were done; um, their season was over. But we were super regionals is like the final 16 teams. So we were playing. We had a game that day. And there are three days to the draft, and I was pretty sure I was going to go on the second day. The second day was is from rounds three to ten, mm-hmm. so I was I was pretty sure I was going to go. I didn't know if I was going to go in the third round or the tenth round, or um, a small part of me was like, you know, unsure if I was going to go that day. But um, you know, if I had to bet, I would have bet on that day. So I was ready when I woke up that morning just to kind of field some calls and and you know talk back and forth with teams and my agent and um, I actually had to take batting practice and then we had a scouting report on the other team we were playing the University of Arizona and so it's really tough to (laughs) try and focus on a game when your your dream might come true you know and and I was pretty sure I wasn't going to come back the following year so I was like you know this might be one of my last games that I play so there's a lot of emotion going on and you really just have to uh, try and compartmentalize the situation. Um, I was I was really just thinking about the game and just okay. letting whatever was going to happen happen. And uh, that being said, we finished our scouting report in the locker room, and we were about to go to the field to warm up for the game. This is about an hour before the game, I would say. And I checked my phone, and I didn't see anything, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm probably not going to get drafted today. And I, I was holding my phone, and uh, I got a phone call, 
and I didn't have the number saved, and I answered, and it was um, a Tiger Scout, but I, like I said, didn't have his number saved, so I didn't know which team it was. And the guy on the other end of the phone was like, hey, uh, you ready to go? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's all I said. I didn't know. And he's like, all right, well, we picked you. And I was like, okay, thank you very much. And I had hung up the phone not knowing <laughs> what team picked me. So I, I checked on Twitter because they, they're pretty good with updating it. So uh, right before I went out to warm up, I was like, okay, it's the Tigers. So it was nice. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, it was a cool little story. And yeah. The fans um, were all following the draft, too, because my team had so many draft picks. They wanted to know who was going to get picked by which team. So when I was warming up, you know, a lot of the fans were, were letting me know and kind of yelling Tigers and things like that. My parents got to go to that game as well, so they followed um, the draft that way, too. That's awesome. That probably got you fired up a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It Before was, a game. Uh, it was uh a surreal experience for sure. Oh, I can only imagine, man. That's that's unbelievable. That's a cool story. But yeah. you know, since then, uh, I think you've been spending most of your time down in Toledo, right? Well, I uh, this year I started in Erie, which is the AA affiliate, and then just over the halfway mark of the, the season, I got moved up to Toledo. Okay. And um, you know, I wasn't sure how long I was going to stay, just because the only reason I got moved up was was for an injury. So. Kristen Stewart, uh, he ended up being a September call-up. He was in Toledo at the time, and he hurt his calf muscle, I think. And the manager in Erie was like, you know, they're they're going to send you up. Congratulations. I don't know how long they're going to keep you there, but, you know, just do really well and, and prove them wrong. So I was like, really, I, I knew I really had to lock in and, and perform. So that ended up happening, and I ended up, uh, finishing the season in Toledo, which is great. It's awesome, man. Thank you. It's it's crazy just to come from here. That's the the reasons I like to do this is hearing these guys and girls' stories, right? So, from Windsor, you know, you're making you're making everyone proud being the MLB. We got someone in pretty much every major sport, right? So definitely, it's awesome. Yeah, thank you. No problem, man. So overall, it's a goal just to play the game as long as you possibly can and at the highest level that you can. Definitely, you, yeah, yeah. Playing the big leagues for as long as I can, and uh, you know, go wherever the game takes me. Like I said, just day at a time, and like you said, like when you were uh, preparing for the game there, and the draft was going on, you're just letting it flow out. That's man. Sometimes that's the best mentality to have. Yeah, definitely. I was fortunate enough to get picked before the game, but mm-hmm. there were guys in the lineup that got picked during the game, yeah, and so they were they exactly. they didn't know until after the game, so. I can only imagine how, what they were, what they were thinking during that game. Mm-hmm. It must have been tough. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine that from from my standpoint, right? But would you ever cons- uh, consider coaching maybe in the future, or are you just focusing on your career right now? Um, well, I give hitting lessons here in Windsor oh, cool. at, at Central Park. Um, I'm not too sure about actually coaching a team. Mm-hmm. That's something I might have to address later on um, as I get older, but. You know, right now I'm just, like I said, trying to play in the big leagues for as long as I can and, and hopefully win a World Series. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. That's that's the goal, right? For um, sure. But you got you got to build yourself a little bit too and, and do stuff like that. It's always good to, to be involved in the community and, and doing something outside of out of playing, right? So uh, actually in the offseason now, so if anyone out there is listening and you want to get a hold of, of Jake, uh, where can they find you? Um, social media, really any social media, just shoot me a message, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 
Um, if not, you can just call Central Park and uh, they can give you my info. Yeah, so but, you're affiliated uh, with them, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. You got to have like a, a baseball membership to to train there. So I kind of yeah. train those guys there as cool. well. Yeah, I remember when they were first starting that up. I worked there for a little bit, and that, that's a that's a great thing that they have going on because, like I said, yeah. we, don't, we don't have it anywhere else. So. Right, it's one of the best facilities in in Canada. It's got everything you need. So, you know, why go anywhere else? Perfect, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This is fantastic. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, my name is Drake DeMore, and we're back here on the Wind City Sports Podcast. That was Jacob Robson, Windsor's own uh, Mississippi State product for baseball, uh, originally drafted by the Padres and then redrafted again uh, about two years ago with our Detroit Tigers just across the border. I thought that was a great little chat with him and uh, obviously hope the best for all of our local sport, uh, all of our local athletes. So love to see him on the Tigers one day. Um, But, you know, without further ado, we're going to have to transition now into some local sports news to end off the podcast here. Uh, A lot going on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, We're going to kick things off with our University of Windsor Lancers men's basketball team. They finally snapped their four-game losing streak in the OUA division um, with a 95-84 to win on the road over the University of Toronto Varsity Blues. Uh, while that was going on, the women's team actually fell to the Varsity Blues in a close matchup, 67-62. to In the men's game, Windsor got a 32-point effort from Toloi Simon, while Damon Prasad had 24 points. And Chris Poloniato finished with 16 points for the Lancers against the Varsity Blues. In the women's game, the Lancers built a 5-point lead in the first quarter, but could not extend it in the loss. Carly Steer finished with 15 points to lead the Lancers, while Olivia Osumasali had 14 points and 15 rebounds against the Varsity Blues. They will both be taking on Nipissing University on Saturday at the St. Denis Center. More on that in a little bit. The Windsor Legion's track and field squad had some success this weekend. Chase Canty won a silver medal in the boys' under-18 division um, on Sunday uh, at the Canadian National Cross-Country Championships in Kingston. Canty, who is a Massey High School student, won a bronze medal at the Provincial Championships just two weeks ago. But he upped his performance to capture the silver medal and the 6K race in 19 minutes and 17.9 seconds, which was just four seconds behind the winner. The Legion's Andrew Davies finished eighth in the under-20 men's 8K race in 25 minutes and 21 seconds, while the University of Windsor Athletic Club's Nick Falk, a past guest here on Wind City Sports, placed 17th in the senior men's 10K race in a time of 31 minutes even. One of the biggest stories coming out of Windsor this weekend, and especially with the Lancers, is that Coach Joe Demore has uh, stepped down as the head coach for the Lancers football team. The Department of, of Athletics announced that Joe Demore would be stepping down as the head coach for the Lancers football program after eight seasons. This move is effective immediately. Demore was the fourth head coach in the Lancers' 50-year history of the football program following a one-year stint as the interim head coach in 2011. 
The Windsor native led the Lancers to four straight OUA playoff appearances from 2011 to 14 and was the Tuffy Knight Award winner as the OUA Football Coach of the Year in 2011 after his team finished with a record of 5-3 and three and advanced to the OUA semifinals. He also played for the Lancers from 96 to 2000 as a standout wide receiver and he served as the team captain for three seasons. Uh, Joe has been on the show twice before, once telling his story and then giving some insight on the team um, at the beginning of two football seasons, um, back in the first year and then last year of Wind City Sports. This was a, a big shocker to the Windsor Sport community for him to make this decision to step down. Uh, this year, we had Matt, Matt Nisbet, the new offensive coordinator for the team, come on the show and, and talk some football and give us some insight on the team and preview. And I'm thinking it, he could be a possible... Uh, taking takeover for for Joe, so uh, I'll have to stay tuned. Obviously, and see that we still have a long time until football season for the Lancers, but um, it's a possibility that he uh, he could be taking over. I know he's definitely sticking around, so you can always go back and listen to his interview and as well as Joe Demore's. The Spits went one and two this weekend in their three games, playing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They had two home games at the WFCU Center. Friday, the Spitz suffered a 3-1 loss to Kyle Wellwood's Flint Firebirds, uh, that being their second win of the season. The next day, the two teams traveled from Flint back home to Windsor, where they defeated the Firebirds 6-3. Then finally on Sunday, the Spitz fell to their rival London Knights 4-2. Michael DiPietro started on Saturday and Sunday at the WFC Center and got the win on Saturday's game against Flint. Their next game is actually today at the WFCU Center versus the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds set for 7.05 p.m. And now before we begin to wrap things up, we just have some upcoming Windsor Lancers games in regards to all of our sports. Men's hockey is actually playing tonight in London against the Western Mustangs. Uh, Men's basketball team will be playing tomorrow in Sudbury against the Voyagers. Sorry, I was having some trouble reading that. Uh, the women's team is also going to be with them. And then the following day on Saturday, both teams will travel out to North Bay to take on the Nipissing Lakers. Track and field is going to be at the Bob Vigar's season opener in London uh, on Saturday. And that's all of our Lancer sports for this upcoming weekend. So it looks like that's going to be all for this week on Wind City Sports. My name is Drake Damore, and we are here on the podcast every thursday new episodes now drop at 1 p.m following our radio program on cjam 99.1 fm 12:30 as our new time slot every week we feature interviews with athletes coaches and much more uh, from individuals in the city or people that have spent time in the city you can hear every single episode of win city sports on wincitysports.com or wherever podcasts are found including itunes and now spotify Search us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be, so you can keep up to date with the program, uh, upcoming guests, news announcements, and just some cool stuff that I like to post on our Instagram. We'll be back here on the podcast and on the radio show next week. So until then, smell you later.